The NOYC proudly presents a very special Godcast series, The Resurrection Reality. On that third day, something more significant than an earthquake took place, something more important than the presence of angels or even a stone being rolled from the grave. On that resurrection day, a reality was made possible into the life of all who would believe. It is in this reality that the redeemed relish. It's in this reality that believers may boast, and in this reality that Christians continue on. The resurrection of Jesus Christ is so much more than a moral story. It is a reality that was meant for you. A God-centered Christian. Being just a couple weeks removed from Easter, the cross, the resurrection, and the life of Jesus is still prominently on my mind. What is the significance of the resurrection? And why is it so important? Besides being the reason we have salvation is the single undoubtable action that Jesus took to show just who he was and what he was all about. Let's examine this for a second. Jesus is coming to his death and what does he do? He still lives and heals and teaches even as he is hanging on the cross. We hear songs and we fantasize that if we knew we were going to die, we would live we we would live it up, you know? We would go do all these things until until it was time to die. Jesus, hanging on the cross, looks to the thief that believes and gives him salvation. And not only that, he prays and says, Father, forgive them, for they know not what they do. Not only that, but Jesus is resurrected and continues his ministry and lets the disciples know that it's showtime, and he sets them up on their way. If you really stop to think of it, your your jaw should hit the floor right now at the contrast of Jesus to us. But what is this difference? Let's change gears for a second. I promise this comes all full circle, though. Me and my wife started a new couple's devotion. Uh, We both read the chapter and then we discuss what it's all about. One of the points we hit on in this question of why do we do things that we do, the scripture we ended up referencing is James chapter 2, verses 17 and 18. And it says here, Even so faith, if it hath not works, is dead, being alone. Yea, a man may say, Thou hast faith, and I have works. Show me thy faith without thy works, and I will show thee my faith by my works. By this text here, and if you read it in context, James rips into people who believe in God but do not serve him and the whole kit and caboodle. We work by faith and not the other way around. And this begs the question, how did Jesus operate? How did he go about his day to day? James, being taught by Jesus himself, is plainly putting into words how Jesus literally lived. Jesus' life 
can be summed up that he lived in total faith and confidence in God and did it perfectly. You could call him the most perfect, God-centered person. So how do we become God-centered like Jesus? First of all, it's time to let go of our petty worries and, and strifes. The saying, it takes one to know one, holds very true here. I'm a total worry one. Full confession. I often get stressed and, and anxious about the things I do and how well I do them. I have a fear of being a disappointment, especially to those that are closest to me. By God, He is still working on me. But I have my days where I do not feel that I am worthy or good enough to do anything at all. But the Bible is very plain that I should not worry, and when I do make mistakes, I should ask for forgiveness and move on from that sin and failure I committed. Second of all, we need to strive to be a carbon copy of Jesus. Notice I didn't say more like Jesus. I mean we should be stealing all of Jesus' moves. Anything Jesus ever did, take it. It sounds a little ridiculous and silly, but if you steal Jesus' moves, you will constantly be giving God the credit because that was Jesus' number one move. Besides dunking on the Pharisees. The entire goal, the peak of our Christianity, is Jesus and nothing less. Let me re-emphasize that. And nothing less. No compromises, no days off, because Jesus never took one. He was always Jesus. Obviously, we will never be able to claim to be God, but Jesus has paved a path not an easy one, but attainable because he holds our hand and walks us down it himself. Okay, let's wrap this all up nicely. Jesus has enabled us to become more than ourselves. Jesus' resurrection was a final action to prove who and what he was, a man of perfect faith by God to be a sacrifice for our sins. This model of having God at the center of our lives and forming our every action should be what we strive for. Bottom line. And this is a favorite saying of mine. We should be a people after God's own heart. We should want so desperately badly to be near and dear to God, that we are willing to do all that it takes, whatever work or trouble or whatever actions need to be taken to strive in God's presence. Pray for me as I am praying for you, for all of you, so that we may be God-centered Christians. Today's considerable quote is by C.S. Lewis saying, Relying on God has to begin all over again every day as if nothing had yet been done. Today's featured content today 
is Casting Crown's song, Only Jesus. Before we go, we'd like to invite you to head over to our website at www.thenyc. There you'll find additional Christian content, resources, podcasts, and more. It also means a whole lot to us if you would consider sharing this video or podcast with someone that we may encourage one another in the Lord. Well, friend, until next time, continue on in Christ.